1: Thank you, Bill. It is Tuesday, October 10th, 2023. Here's what's happening today in America. Americans killed in Israel. Donald Trump blames Joe Biden. A new report lists the worst-run cities in America, and a new survey ranks the best places to see the fall colors. That's all coming up, Then Bill will be here with your message of the day. But first, at least 11 Americans have been killed in Israel so far. The White House confirming this figure saying the death toll will likely rise. That's Americans. Israel has activated at least 300,000 reservists. For a little perspective, that's about twice as many United States Marines that we have. Hamas terrorists are threatening to execute hostages if Israel bombs targets in Gaza without warning. They claim to have over 100 hostages, and they claim also they'll post those videos of the executions online. At least 900 Israelis were killed during the assault, making it the worst massacre against Jews since the Holocaust. Donald Trump blamed the violence in Israel on Joe Biden. Said the former president, quote, what a difference a president makes. When I was your president, we had peace through strength, and now we have weakness, conflict, and chaos. This never would have happened if I were president. The New York Times had a sub-headline. His remarks echoed the type of anti-Muslim rhetoric that he successfully tapped into during his 2016 presidential run what type of anti-muslim rhetoric he says when he was president he imposed a strict travel ban to keep radical islamic terrorists out of the united states and he called to reimpose the travel ban on terror afflicted nations Ooh, so racist a survey from wallet hub listed the most mismanaged cities in the country The towns are ranked by taxation, quality of services, public education, corruption, and election integrity. Bottom five start with San Francisco, then New York, Cleveland, Baltimore, and the worst-run place in America, our nation's capital, Washington, D.C. Dead last in debt, crime, poverty, education, household income, and unemployment. Ending on some lighter news, Travel and Leisure magazine listing the best towns in America, to see the leaves change color in October. Judged on traffic, pollution, natural beauty, and weather, the top five start with Huntington, New York, on Long Island, followed by Stowe, Vermont, Lenox, Massachusetts, Gatlinburg, Tennessee, in the Smoky Mountains, and number one, Bar Harbor, Maine. 50,000 tourists descend on the harbor each fall to see the leaves. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith, Bill O'Reilly, with your message of the day, next. This podcast is not for you, but if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere.
0: Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. On this Tuesday, I noticed a study out of the University of Michigan that estimates the slow death of people who eat comfort food. Researchers selected what tastes good and subtracted minutes from our lives if we consume the following. Bacon, for every helping, your existence will be six minutes shorter. Pizza, eight minutes shorter. Double cheeseburger, say goodbye to nine minutes. Soda, 12 minutes closer to death every beverage. And the absolute worst is eating a hot dog. For every frank digested, you lose a whopping 36 minutes of your life. Now, if that study is true, I should have been dead eight years ago. My mother boiled hot dogs like a mad woman. I thought I might die on the spot eating them. Who knew back in the 1960s that hot dogs were the new Black Plague? And what about that Joey Chestnut guy? He's still walking around after eating thousands of dogs. Bacon and pizza are American staples, and the average lifespan in this country is approaching 80. So what's up with that? Easy on the double cheeseburgers, though, if you're not auditioning to play Fatty Arbuckle. Soda is the devil, let's be honest. Check out the label, sugar, sugar, as the Archie sang. Soft drinks will kill you, it's just a matter of when. The calculation we all must make is what kind of longevity do we really want? You can eat kale and broccoli, but is it worth it? Especially when you could be eaten by a shark at any moment, and they don't care what's in your stomach. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by writing it. You can reach me, Bill at BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com. Name in town if you wish to opine. Now let's go to the mail. Ignacio Dio, Springfield, Massachusetts. Mr. Raleigh, I'm looking for an honest American history book that explains the reality of our great country. Um, I need this for my daughter who attends private Catholic school. Okay, so I'm going to recommend A History of the American People by Johnson, Paul Johnson. It's kind of dry, but it's pretty accurate. All right, so A History of the American People, Paul Johnson. Janice Kidd, Ocean Springs, Mississippi. Has there ever been a time in our country, Bill, that our government has been more corrupt than it is today? What a good question, Janice. Two times I can point to uh, the expansion West um, with Native Americans and the reservations, U.S. Grant's administration. Unbelievably corrupt. Now, Grant himself wasn't, but he didn't provide any oversight okay, until it was too late. So that was... Crazy corruption and the 1920s with the bootlegging and the prohibition. Oh, my God, that <laughs> was so corrupt. Everybody was on a take. So those two were worse. But we're we're striving there. We're trying to get there now. Roberto, concierge member. Now, it's never been a better time to be a concierge or premium member to Bill than now. Roberto says, regardless of who's running the government, we need uh, something that solves problems at the source. We need to work with countries where the migrants are coming from since they will not become migrants in the first place if we can sort that out. But Roberto, you're not going to be able to sort it out. Most of those countries that migrants come from are corrupt. They're run by dictators like Noriega and Nicaragua. All right. Like uh, what's his name in Venezuela, like cast uh, the Castro brothers. And now they got somebody else in there in Cuba. They ain't going to do anything. Come on. Got to get in the real world here. We got to protect ourselves in a moment, something you might not know. Did you know every day is a perfect day for peace of mind? With American Home Shield warranty, you are covered for unexpected breakdowns like leaky faucets or faulty water heaters. Choose a plan that fits your budget and rest easy knowing repairs and replacements are taken care of. Simply contact American Home Shield when an issue arises and their trusted pros will handle it according to your coverage. Don't let worries about appliances and home systems weigh you down. Celebrate the reassurance of protection. Don't worry, be warranty. For 20% off plans, visit ahs.com slash bill. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts, Four coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product is being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. Fifty years ago today, the Vice President of the United States resigned in disgrace. His departure caused a constitutional emergency that ultimately allowed Congress to pick the next president. Here is the story of Spiro Agnew. The Republican was elected governor of Maryland in 1966. He was soon selected by Richard Nixon to be his running mate. The two were elected in 68 and reelected in 72. By the following spring, the entire administration was embroiled in the Watergate scandal. While investigating President Nixon, the Justice Department discovered Vice President Agnew had taken bribes during his tenure as governor. He continued to receive payments while serving as VP. After months of proclaiming his innocence, Agnew resigned from office on October 10, 1973. None of his crimes had anything to do with Watergate. He pleaded no contest to federal income tax evasion. While under the process outlined by the 25th Amendment to the Constitution, Nixon was ordered to fill the vacant office of the Vice President by nominating a candidate. That person would then be approved by Houses of Congress. Nixon picked minority leader Gerald Ford. Popular among his colleagues, the Senate voted to confirm Ford 92 to 3. The House also approved the congressman 387 to 35. When Richard Nixon resigned a few months later, Gerald Ford automatically assumed the presidency, making him the only person to become the nation's chief executive without being elected president or vice president. Spiro Agnew kept a low profile for the rest of his life. He died in 1996 at the age of 77. And here's something else you might not know. After Agnew's resignation, the former vice president was ordered to pay back taxes and legal fees. To help him cover expenses, Spiro took a $200,000 loan from his longtime friend, Frank Sinatra. Back after this. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.
1: I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun so on this podcast we take the news of the day and we run it through the bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again politics by faith anywhere you listen to podcast politics by faith